This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Welcome to episode 70. It kind of skipped, sorry. Welcome to episode 72 of Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. We're back. And uh, we're going to go, actually, Ellie, give us a recap. I'm always, I jump in the topics too quick. Give us a recap. How's life? What's the last week like um, in, in the world of Elizabeth? It's good. Jen. I just, I'm extremely conjured. Um, it's it's Conger, but my last name is Gent. I haven't changed it yet. I don't know if I'm going to. I really am attached to Gent, but um, so wow. legally it's Gent. But Conger is on Facebook. And everything else. I, I probably, probably. I didn't know that. Yeah, I haven't changed. I thought it. I, okay. So it was on the marriage certificate. It says Conger Gent, and I don't know if I have to change it now. But Gent, I just never Conger, got around to it. Conger Gent. Yeah, Conger Gent. So, I'm not getting rid of Gent. Period, so but Gina changed her name and i was very surprised i thought she was going to stay her maiden name keep talking any water and and uh well the thing was like she, she wanted to keep it for her business is still her last name yeah. um and a lot of people know her by that nobody knows her as gina trombley so but with kids and stuff she wanted to keep the names similar ah. um but but again i was like i don't care because my mom never changed her name yeah so everybody's like, always like mrs trombley and i'm like well this not her name, but that's fine. Like yeah. she was always good about it, but yeah, she never changed her name either. So I just always grew up with my mom and dad having different last names. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know any other gents um, outside of our family. Like I, there, there are very is few it, of them. Is it Conger? Conger. Conger. I, I, I've, I always say Conger. Someone go back and count the number of times in this podcast he said Conger. It's happened. Conger. <laughs> Conger. I know, I know, but I, I always pronounce it Conger. <laughs> yeah. Conger. Conger. Like King Kong. Conger. Yeah. Just think of John. Just beating his chest, yeah. to, his kid got, so drinking his egg whites. Con, his conger, conger. What, was the, what was the thing that he told me? Egg whites and egg, just egg whites. He was like drinking. Oh, it. he was drinking egg whites and chocolate syrup. It was whatever. <laughs> well, I was like, and he's like, oh man, it's not that bad. I'm like, okay, I no. think it's bad, but that's all right. Um, yeah, give give us an update, Ellie Conger, <laughs> Ellie Jet Conger. Um, I don't know if I have any super big. What what's happened since last week? I put a. I don't know if this was a lot. Uh, I put a home under one of my lessons under contract. I don't know if that had happened by the time I was here last week. It was under contract in a couple days. Quick. Yeah. Um, oh, I got a spin off of that. Keep going. Cool. Um, I applied to a law school, Penn State Dickinson. Pretty sure that all. It's one of the oldest schools in the country. I Is that know a real it school? Has it sounded like I just know made it that has up. Dick in the name, but it's a real school. <laughs> It's a good school. Penn Dickinson. Penn, Penn State, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania State. Yep. Dickinson. So Dickinson is one of the oldest schools in the country, one oldest law schools in the country, and Penn State purchased it because um, they wanted to. Ha- they have their own law school, they have Penn State University, and then they purchased Dickinson and they tried to merge it, and people were very mad. So now they have two law schools. They have Dickinson and University, and I applied to Dickinson because it has a better legal presence there. So if you go, if I end up going. I will be able to have externships and stuff with actual attorneys. Hmm, there you go. Thought out. Yep. Yep. So I applied to a law school. Um, when do you find out about that? Four to eight weeks. So I'm checking every couple hours. <laughs> good. That sounds yep. good. So totally, totally stable. So you have, you have about like 12,000 times you'll check between now and then. Yep. Yep. That's, that's good. So, um, yeah. Anything else new and exciting? I'm taking a college course, um, computer 
like a, it's for cybersecurity at Champlain. Just, just figure, t- testing out my options. I'm really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's networking fundamentals. So you're really just going over the fundamentals of networking. So like, um, networking. The, so the network is like the internet. Yep. Um, yeah. So it's the fundamentals of the internet and wow, there's just so much. It's so interesting. The person that came up with the idea of the internet, I don't know who it was, do you know? Pretty sure that was, we've covered that, but I don't remember. It was, I mean, multiple people I think were involved. Well, I just think, I just think like the person that came up with the internet, like where was their mind at when they came up with this? Like, cause I mean, you gotta think it is very intricate. And the fact that you can, what blows my mind is like, do you remember when Google first came out? Not that old. Uh-huh. I'm not that old. No, I, I, I don't. So, okay. Know. So I remember when Google came out and before it used to be like askjeeves.com and then there used to be another site uh, where you would start, there were search engines. Wasn't there one that was like a butler or is that Jeeves? Ask Jeeves. Was that the butler? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Had like a little cartoon guy. There was, right? Is that what you're talking about? Like butler, I, I like knew, server? I just knew that there was a butler search engine. I don't know if- Like I butler assume. as like the server? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So I think that was Ask Jeeves. Okay. Because Jeeves was like the person. It was like a little cartoon guy. Oh, okay. And okay. I think Yahoo had a search engine. It does. It still does. Okay. And then yeah. Google came out. And I remember Google coming out and it was kind of like this new thing. And it was like, oh, I was kind of like when they had MySpace and Facebook came like, ah, Facebook's this new thing. And then it dominated. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. remember Google coming out and the f- it still blows my mind that I remember when they said like this many searches happen like per second or something. And I was like, it was a pretty substantial number. Yeah. And that number is so minuscule to where it is now. Yeah. But it was funny when it first came out, I remember like Google being a thing and not really taking it serious until it got big or like, um, it's like a tangent, but like Amazon, remember Amazon yeah. coming oh out and you God. bought books yeah. from Amazon and then all of a sudden Amazon was like, hold my beer and now we're just like taking over the world. <laughs> now Amazon is the US government. <laughs> yeah, it's everything. And, and like, yeah. it's it's amazing how those things when they first started out, like I still kind of remember, I wouldn't say the inception, but I remember like a few years beyond the inception. They take on so fast. Netflix even, when you think about, remember yeah. when Netflix used to, used to deliver DVDs? Oh yeah. 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 And I just remember like, oh, I could rent. I don't have to go to Blockbuster. I can go. I can get something in sent to mail. me in the mail. So cool. Which seems weird because if you wanted to watch a movie, typically I would want to watch it that night. So I'd like go to Blockbuster yeah. and grab it and go watch it that night. It's like it was Box. helpful for like TV series because then you could like if you had the two package one, you could put one back and then work on the other series, and then you get the next one in the mail, and then you return the one you were watching and just kind of cycle. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like a. Yeah, it was like CD but, sharing or DVD sharing. Yeah, I missed Blockbuster though. It was fun going and picking out a movie and getting candy and. There are some benefits to that. Yeah. It's like going to the music store. Like, is what's the place in the mall? Is that still there? The music shop? There's a music shop. There used to be, and I, as a kid, you'd go there and get CDs. Like, I remember, I remember, like, this was back. This is gonna be like nothing real estate related for a few minutes. Um, but w- this is like back, like in the TRL days when I was growing up, like 2000. TRL. To- MTV TRL Carson Daly Total Request Live. No, at all? I grew up with like six channels. We had rabbit ears oh. and I watched PBS and BBC. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So MTV, um, every day, probably at, I think it was three to four. I think it was three to four. Carson Daly. I recognize the name. Carson, Carson Daly. Daly. He's now on the NBC today show. And he used That's to do, why I recognize the name he was him. on, uh, one of those game shows. Maybe he's the voice. Is he on the voice? America's oh, got talent. Know. He's on one of those shows, huh. but he's also on uh, NBC. He does like some correspondence in the morning. And super cool dude, but he was the total request live guy. So like 
TRL, total So it was like radio, time. but on the TV where people request So stuff? basically it was an hour show. He was in a studio in Times Square. He would stand up and he was, he was a couple levels above, probably three stories high. And he'd be in this little studio and there's always kids and they're always teenagers. Yeah. And which was at the time I was a little bit younger, but whatever. Um, and they would do a top 10 daily countdown of the top 10 songs in America. Yeah. But they'd play their music video. So number oh. 10 and you play music video. So then it got down like, oh, who's number one this week? And you'd be down to the top, the top three. Maybe the top three were the same, but maybe they'd leapfrog each other. Yeah. Like this one spent the most days at number one. And this was a big thing. Yeah. And you'd get home from school and you'd watch TRL and they'd play, this, play the music. And and then if there was like a big day when like, say, and they always brought in visitors. So like yeah. musicians would go to TRL. This was like before the internet. So this was like, hey, you know, if you got on TRL, that was like your spot. Yeah. Because this is like your fan base. So Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Britney Spears, these people would go on to TRL and they'd have like, they'd be there for the show and the kids would lose their minds. So if you had like, you know, if you had the Backstreet Boys showing up, the like Times Square shut down because yeah. they had all these kids out there like screaming and yelling and they'd like go to the glass and wave to them and then, or maybe go out in the street and say hi, almost like a Today Show thing. Yeah. Um, don't know where I was going with that, but this we was like. About Blockbuster and CD store. Oh, so CD. So this was at the time of TRL. So like, yeah. I remember going to whatever it was, it was called. I forgot that. at one point it was like FYI, but this was prior to FYI. There was another name for it in the mall, same location. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, and, I don't know the store, but I know what. And, I, and they'd had all the CDs, yeah. so you'd go through and like I remember getting. I mean, I was kind of like the alternative music, and then some pop music. But I remember you know going through and really like filtering through and finding like the CDs, especially yeah. if a new one came out. Like yes, I got it, and you go buy it because that's the only time. Now I'm like Apple Music or Spotify. I just go and I download entire albums and there's times I'm like, Oh, I remember that song and I can go on Apple music in a second, download it and boom, I have the song. Yeah. And it's like, it blows my mind. And this, you again, use Apple music. Interesting. You mean sarcastic or no? no? I'm just, I, I oh, don't know yeah. anyone who does. I'm only Apple music. Huh. I don't like Spotify. I, I use Spotify for the playlist because yeah. I think they have a little better playlist, but I'm definitely an Apple music guy. Yeah. Really? Is mm -hmm. it? Why, why is that? Is it like, do they have more options or? Um, I just have Apple everything. So like, I just sense. think that like when, yeah. I mean, it, it syncs much easier. So yeah. it automatically is on all my sites that and like sense. iTunes automatically downloads iTunes. Huh. Very so cool. when I'm doing iMovie and stuff, I can automatically get the music. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I just. No, that makes sense. That um, makes sense. Huh. So I don't even know where we're going yeah. with that. I bought CDs there and people don't buy them anymore because now you can just get them on your phone. No. Yeah. You get like, you get the whole catalog too. So I feel I want... like we all went through the phase of like, you'd, you'd buy cassette tapes. I remember at one point I would. Like I had this, you know, my jukebox and I, if a song I liked came on the radio, I would record it on my cassette tape so I could listen oh, to it yeah. later. So we had the cassette tape phase and we had the CD phase. Then we went through the Pirate Bay phase and then Spotify took, and iTunes and all that stuff took over and we all. Do you want to know? Okay. So I, I was cleaning out some stuff in my room. I was sorting through some stuff. I have this, I have one of those small um, luggage compartments that would be almost like a carry-on luggage mm -hmm. and that is basically where I store stuff and mm -hmm. then when I have to go on a trip I pull that all out and I literally put it in the corner of my room yeah. and I fill it with clothes and then when I come back take the clothes out put it back in put it back in my closet I've, I, I've gotten better I had, like I gotta get away from that cleaned it up I found a bunch of my CDs in there so I found like CDs that I had this was this was after high school so this was like college but half of them were burned CDs or mixtapes oh, yeah. and now this and again to put this in perspective, these were from like 2010, 11, 12, 13. Yep. And this is before streaming music. So like not even that long ago, 10 years ago, no. I still had all these CDs. And then when you go farther back and you go like the, you know, for me, late 90s, 2000s, when you really had the mixtapes, like, yep. 
or you know, and those were the best because you'd grab like your you made like the now CD for yourself, and those. And I had some I had some cassettes, more CDs than cassettes, but I still have some old school cassette tapes. I'm like, oh, I wish I could still play that cassette tape. Yeah. I had a Beach Boys cassette tape, Ooh, yeah. and I had another jam band I liked. They're called Strange Folk. They're like a local jam band. Um, I've been on a big Strange Folk kick, but I can get all their CDs now. But they had a cassette tape which they didn't make a CD off of. And it was just like a cassette tape. And I can't, there's a couple songs on there. I'm like, I know these songs exist because they were on that cassette tape, but I can't, they haven't converted to Apple Music yet. And I don't know what a cassette tape is. And I was so sad. Oh, that's too bad. That's it. So, um, so real estate, <laughs> back to real estate, 12 minutes in, give us a real estate topic. Um, well, I was just th- uh, thinking, I read an article earlier today. I think it was on ho- housing wire perhaps. Um, but it was just talking about how, um, you know, some people are kind of predicting that there isn't going to be as so much of a lull this winter in real estate as there usually is kind of in a mixture of making up for the gap we had in the spring. And then also just, you know, people still trying to take advantage of these interest rates and there not being a lot of housing stock. So, um, I'm interested to see that for so far, at least, Personally, I have not had any kind of lull. I've I've just been kind of getting you've been steadily pretty busier busy. And busier. Last, yeah, like last six weeks. Yeah, I just I picked up two more buyer clients, and it, it's I mean it's really starting to get traction. So the question I had for you, because this is where I wanted to go, and I was talking to Lacey um, before this, and Lacey goes, "Yeah, I sold a house, and now I'm helping their friend." And I yeah. said, "Well, this is how it works." But I said, "Think about doing it." If you're good at what you do and you care about people and you want to help them out, if you have that mindset from day one or where I'm at now and and you're 10, the only difference between you and me is I've been able to do it every day for 10 years where I look at like a Lacey or you now two years in and you can see that are you far off from people that are doing 3x the business you're doing right now or 4x? No. You're just a few more connections like you know what to do yeah like if i said ellie go list that home or sell that home like yes will you get better a hundred percent but a lot of it is i just gotta get my name out to more people and make more connections so people would want to use me and that's and that's the so when i think you said you listed a home and from there you're probably going to pick up a few clients just from that i have two active buyers from it yeah Oh, and then, and oh, I'm yeah. talking about the family. Yeah, I have more. So yeah. think about that listing. You're going to mm-hmm. get a listing and you got a sale mm-hmm. and you probably from that sale could potentially be working with anywhere from two to five extra people directly related with that sale. Yep. And I'm like, perfect. So now say you don't sell all five or buy, but say two or three of the five do, mm-hmm. which is probably realistic. Yeah. Then you look at, okay, now that one sale equaled that. And now from that, can I pick up one or two from each of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. And that's all of a sudden now it's like that one person. Now I'm working with eight, nine people. Well, and that original listing too was a referral from someone who was a referral from someone who was a referral. Yeah. So I, I, I yep. exclusively this year, um, have, have been working with referrals. I, I had a, a couple of clients originally that were leads, um, but I, I guess I, I have a couple other leads. But, but as far as sales go, it's all been referrals. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike just, was saying the same thing. Yeah. That's that's what you want. Yeah, 100%. And I think as far as leads go, the thing that hurts me is having a 315 area code. I've had even other agents tell me, oh, sorry, I ignored your call. I thought it was spam, which is understandable. Um, if, if I, you know... I may have to get a phone with a 518 area code because it's. I think it's starting to to hurt me a little bit, and and then also just not being able to return or make calls from eight to 
four or five every day definitely has an impact as well because they're you know especially if I I've gotten a couple of Zillow lead calls while I'm while I'm at work and you know I can't take it and then goes off to wherever else it goes yeah and that's and again yeah I think this is with you working a 40 plus hour a week job yep. you know and that's and that's the thing with you know when I talk with new agents about hey it's gonna it might take you three years well you want enough where you can look at and say you know what I know what I'm doing I'm getting a steady stream of clients. Now it's like there's going to be a little point where you're like, you're going to feel like the, you're going to have to like gulp. You're going to be like, I don't know yep. if I can do this. But then it's like, you know what? If I put more time into the day to do real estate, I see what I'm able to do with very limited amount of time. What more can I do with that extra time and will it make up the gap? Yep. And typically it is like, hey, I'm going to take one or, I'm going to pretty much take one and a half steps back, but I know I'm going to make a three, four step leap forward yeah um and that's what it does and a lot of it is is it ner- are you nervous about doing it hell yeah because it's the unknown but then you really factor it in and again i always call it betting on yourself just say well no if i know if i do what i'm capable of doing you just don't get lazy and be like ah nobody's telling me to you know show up and work eight hours today so i'm just going to kind of punch it in then no you're not going to do it but if you have the discipline to say no i'm going to be my own boss i'm going to I'm going to put more pressure on myself than a boss would. Yeah. And you'll be fine. Yeah. And that's, and I think you're starting to see it, which is for me, it's, it's cool to see because I mean, you're the first person, you're the first person I think that came on that was brand new. Yeah. And I think then it was Hannah. It was like to start to see some of the people and then Courtney and seeing you guys start to have some success. Then I'm like, okay, perfect. Cause to me, it's a little bit of validation of like, okay, we can kind of, help people you know but yeah. then it's also like no what i'm telling them to do now obviously you have your own spin on stuff and some stuff you take from me some stuff it's totally your own and uh but it's like okay at least we know this stuff works and that they're going in the right direction and um you know that's kind of cool because obviously if you like you were in and just crashed and burned in one year i'm like geez ellie came in and just come out of it <laughs> like i'd feel so bad because i hate when people just come in and leave like do it one year and they're out and I'm, like part of it is the effort they put in but part of it is you know us giving knowledge or information or support. And then it's, you're trying to have this balance of everything to make sure they're going in the right direction. Yeah. So it's, to me, it's good when I'm like, good, other people are able to do this. Cause I know the career's fun. I know it's, it's rewarding if you do it, if you put the time and effort into it to build it up. Um, so I'm excited. Cause like the last two months you've crushed it. You've actually like absolutely crushed it. And it's to the point where like you, the amount of times I like walk in and Nicole's like, yeah, so Ellie just had this listing and now it's under contract and Courtney has the buyer and then, oh, by the way, Lacey just put an offer. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, this is awesome. Like, good job, ladies. And then she's like, oh yeah, Mike just listed a couple homes and now he's got two of them pending and I'm like, what, what a world. Everybody's so, slaying. But yeah, everybody's just doing fantastic and in a weird, odd year, I think that we're finding our office has been pretty resilient. Yeah. And a lot of new agents have stepped up in times that I'm like, honestly, this is probably the weirdest year we've ever had. And you guys are crushing it. Like makes me excited. makes me pumped. Yeah. I, I am. I very much wonder what, how differently this year would have gone if COVID hadn't happened. I'm just so immensely curious what, what the market would look like, but also what we'd be doing. I mean, I know, I know I'd at least at minimum have one more sale that was pretty much ready to go. Um, Oh, from work-wise? Yeah. Not work, but all, I mean, everything else too. I think about all the networking events I've missed and the parties I couldn't throw. I'm so sad I don't get to have a Christmas party this year. 
Yeah, they just yeah. came out with an order ten, today. Ten people, yeah. No, yeah. No, no more Christmas Christmas bangers. How like does that, because they said at private residences, mm-hmm. how, two questions, does that count public places? I doubt it. What do you mean? Public places, you're not supposed to have any gatherings. How does that factor into Christmas parties? Because in a private, if I if I were to host a Christmas party at my house. I no, 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 at a public place. You, you, I don't think Kavanaugh can have a Christmas party. Yeah, you're gonna. Have That's to why, No, but I'm, this is serious. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I wasn't sure what the guidelines. Restaurants were. have to and bars have to and gyms have to close at ten now, and I expect they're going to continue to lock down, um, for a while. Yeah, I, gotta, I, I, I really have to check that out because yeah. we were planning on doing something, but then it's like you might want to do something we, virtual. But then, like, can we actually do something? So I don't know. We gotta see. Yeah. But that was actually a legit question because I yeah. wasn't sure. Because I know they just something came out today about less than ten people. How does that work with like family gatherings? And it's like technically you can't. It applies, yeah. I mean, luckily, I don't think my family's big enough where that would be a concern. But we have um, more than ten at my. I mean, by default, I have four family. Myself has four. We have six total. My dad, my brother, and his wife, and me and John. And then you know, if we see John's family, five. Yeah, that's still under ten. We don't have a very big family. We have nine, if you count my sisters, significant others, parents, grandkids. That's not bad. You're still under. But that, but but usually it's like we have it more. Yeah. So you can almost make it just your family, which I want to be totally against. And Gina, I think, whole side is under 10. No, it's more than that. Just joking, but it would probably be about the same. Oh, yeah. John's family, they're Mormon. So there's there's a lot of them. That would, might might be... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I mean, I mean, they are Mormon, but um, they might have to... Usually, I think there's there's more than ten when we when we do stuff. I don't know how they'll do it. I gotta but. rethink. Wow, I really gotta rethink that. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Good to know. So so sad. Knowledge bombs. Okay. Um. All right. Let's uh. Office quote. Fun fact. Um. Hmm. Fun fact of the day. No more holiday parties. Um. <laughs> just, <laughs> just rip. Just 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 make it go from happy to nostalgia to depressingness. Um. Radio silence. I, I I get here and I draw a blank because I'm like office quote got one. No, I, I have don't. I have a terrible one that I don't think I, I don't think anyone ever uses as an office quote, and I don't know if you'll know what it's from and it's kind of awful. But hey, asshole, you're gonna eat all that dog food yourself. Do you know what episode that's from? No, I don't. It's from when Daryl falls off the ladder and hurts his ankle. Oh. And then Dwight and Toby go on an adventure together and see his sister and think Carrying it's Daryl and they yell that at her and then they give Toby a concussion. Um, okay, Gail, I'm to pull one together. Let me see. A good office quote. You could do a fun fact. I, I think... Well, I don't really have fun fact. I don't like. I'm I'm blanking on a lot of stuff today. But um, office office quote. It's gonna be a a, a a mixture. It's gonna be a scene. I'm gonna butcher the quote. Natural, okay. but we'll get we'll get to there. Um, when Andy <laughs> Bernard says, but but I said Bernard. Andy Bernard. I don't know why it just sounds weird in my head right now. Andy Bernard says something to the effect of like, yeah. So um, that my my uh, my name was. Uh, Walter uh, Jr. Um, until my brother came along and they thought he more resembled Walter Jr. So they changed my name to 
Andrew. And they found that name in a baby book. <laughs> and they found that name in a baby book. Yes. So that that was a good one because if anybody knows, Andy Bernhardt's parents hate him. They're terrible parents. Poor Andy. But but I I do find that any scene with Walter Jr., which was, um, who's the singer? Christmas guy. If you just believe, Josh Groban. Josh Groban plays his brother. Who? I don't. Walter I don't. Jr. Okay. I know who Walter. I don't know who Josh Groban is. He's a song, the guy that sings like "If You Just Believe." It's a Christmas song. He's a really deep voice, very good singer. He did he did the Christmas song for Polar Express. I, do you listen to music, Ellie? No TRL, no I, Josh Groban. I do listen to music. I just grew up in a different world. We had a record from the fifties that had Christmas songs on it, and they were very pleasant. Burl Ivy, Nat King Cole. Yep. Okay, yep, all the all oh. the classics. There we go. All right. Yep. Um, I think that's it. Anything else? <laughs> don't I think, I think we covered a pretty broad be, range. Be home by ten and don't be in groups of more than ten. Yeah. That pretty much. Merry it. Christmas. Yep. Merry Christmas, Bah Humbug. <laughs>